Welcome, fellow travelers. Howdy, howdy. How are you doing, Ned? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and apologize to any listeners out there. My voice is a little gone today uh, from a long weekend of weddings and being in Atlanta, seeing people, and last night. And Braves baseball. A little bit of cheering. We got, yeah, I don't even know how to celebrate it. I'm sure most of our listeners aren't Braves fans, but... You and I happen to be. Yes, we had a big old night winning the World Series, breaking the Atlanta curse. Lots of chicken, Lord's chicken. Lots of looking over us. Yeah, we we had the Georgia spirit in my house and (laughs) bought a bunch of Chick Fil A, and it was was a good night, man. It was a great night. Yeah, we could have been watching baseball tonight and being been really nervous about it. Yeah, and also would have been even further behind on the podcast. So I'm glad we didn't (laughs) have to necessarily do that and. You know, go ahead and clinch it. Game I six. I don't. I don't think the listeners out there understand that we spend a lot of time in the studio. Uh, our our mix engineer DJ Cowboy Hat spends a lot of time mixing all this stuff. Go Braves! And, go Braves! <laughs> and uh, it's really hard to yeah. to do weekly episodes sometime when when life gets crazy. Yeah, especially it's really hard to find good henchmen, and I'm pretty happy with the one I have at the moment. Uh, but we'll just see. He better not push his luck. <laughs> <laughs> just by it, Michael. Um, yeah, this is uh, episode 32 of our show, and or our journey, rather, and season two, episode four mm-hmm. of Adventure Time. I know, I know. Uh, blood under the skin. I know, which, which, how did you feel? I almost, like, had to watch the episode twice before I realized, like, what that meant. We're out of spooky season. I don't know why they're still going with the spooky titles. Don't they know we're no longer in October? Well, a great f- a great fact about the title of this episode was that it was originally called Click Click. I can't even do it. Yeah, you do it yeah, a lot like, better than I do. I think it took a lot of practice for me to get it down. Man, I, I'll probably try it again at some point during this podcast, but I don't like the way mine sounds. Yeah. I'm, it's not but, quite as cool. Uh, but this is actually an episode that I saw when I was a kid or when when I was younger, I guess I wasn't necessarily a kid, but yeah, this is, this might be the last one I remember of, of all the episodes. I really can't think of another one after this that's sticking out in my mind. There's like one in like some sort of an arena that I remember watching, but I don't know who knows what that was. was So so you're coming into this one a little bit more like it's, it's not catching you totally off guard. I, I didn't remember anything other than the clicking and, or the, and I remember the like final thing with the ghost slightly. Yeah, the, the which pick up ball. Yeah, or no, drop ball. Drop ball. Drop ball. Um, man, I guess since we're talking about him, he's my most punchable character. Mm-hmm. Um, Easily, he's just there's just something about that ghost, man, and it is really funny. Don't get me wrong; like it is a silly concept. His his cheeks wiggle, and. That bothers me a little bit. The the wiggling of the cheeks. Yeah, and, when he's well, picking up the you, ball. When he like spins around, and then you can see his like little butt cheeks. You really can't tell like if it's his butt well, or he's he like just a has, ghost. Like, a butt under it's it no. Was just, he, it just flips around like a one eighty <laughs> head. Yeah, <laughs> it was just weird. But it's man. weird. It's super weird. And then, but I do. I, I gotta. I gotta admit, like 
it's kind of cool because he is very passionate about this sport and he is all about drop ball and he's just like uh it's extremely addictive which we find out is like the reason he has this he's obsessed with it and the the inner demon he, he did it ghost. so much he became like a a drop ball demon it's i think we all have sport like whenever you get really deep in the sports as a kid it can be pretty dang addictive to where it's like your life but that's a little bit much especially for your high score only being six that that doesn't seem like a lot to me yeah it doesn't if he's been spending thousands <laughs> of years in this dungeon yeah playing, and he's only gotten to six uh, and I, I hate it too i feel like that's like a fraternity pledge type game like make the pledges pick up stuff with their butt cheeks like, is that a thing that you had to do not me okay. i've seen shows and uh-huh. stuff mm-hmm. i was like if you what yeah i've i've yeah. I've Googled a lot. <laughs> you Googled a lot. <laughs> no, but of people it, picking up stuff with their butt. Fun, fun show reference though. This oh. reminded me of uh, Blue Mountain State. They make oh. all of the pledges like put an Oreo between their ass cheeks and uh, only wear a jock strap and have to walk all the way across the f- the football field with an Oreo in their butt. That's cheeks. pretty good. This reminded me, especially what he's like. Now I'm just going to finesse it a little, or or what is it? Fin- Put a little finesse into it. I'm like, please don't. But it reminded me of Dave Matthews from uh, Just Go With It. Did you ever see that movie? No. He literally picks up a coconut with his butt cheeks (laughs) in that movie. And that's all I could think of. And That's a little bit more directly like this one. It is so funny. Go, like, (laughs) I'm going to have to show you this scene of Dave Matthews. Like, there, it's like him and... Uh, Nicole Kidman, maybe. Yeah. And then uh, Angelina, no, not Angelina Jolie, geez, Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. And the two pairs are trying to like take a coconut from their hips to like their chest or something like that. Oh, you know what, dude? I did see this movie. It was just forever ago like, yeah. on a plane or something. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a plane movie. It's not a great movie. It's good for <laughs> passing some time. I gave up on Adam Sandler movies a while back. That scene is so good. Uh, anyways, sorry. The little We don't go on too many tangents or any <laughs> tangents at all. But. but what's funny to me is that you didn't think that Slasher was the most punchable. No, Slasher... I'd, I don't really know how I feel about Sir Slasher. He's... I just don't like him. I think is how I feel about him. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's got no chin, and he's, <laughs> he's a creepy dude who follows Finn around everywhere. Exactly, and I, I think even before you get to the end of the episode, you, you are like, why is this dude just following Finn? Like he's got nothing better to do. But they use him. I like Sir Slasher in the sense that they use him in fun ways. Like he does appear randomly throughout the episode, just like out of the blue. He's got a weird kind of like. <laughs> quasi theme song yeah the the crows like flying out from the earth i like what they're doing there and it's very immediate and it disrupts whatever's like the flow of the episode a little bit Mm -hmm. and he's got a couple good like one-liners where he's like you know later losers and stuff like that he's got a pretty pink horse and he's like your grandkids will sing this song for generations now that is like the moment though (laughs) that is one of my favorite moments of this episode uh yeah what is it grandfathers will sing that to their grandchildren for generations to come uh and it's just it reminded me again you know not a tangent but uh name of the wind for all of you of like out there that love name of the wind quoth is the main character of this of this book series and he has a couple of times when in present tense he's talking about his past the whole book is about his childhood whatever uh and he's like oh yeah i wrote this song and a lot of you would know it now because like it ended up being really famous. And I was just like, you know, get over yourself, dude. You know, like 
it's kind of one of those things where he's just i love how he's like predicting the future of like how popular this tune's going to be like <laughs> well i mean hey about that, Finn. The, the the was it the minstrel came out with a liar and then the song in the background was like John Mayer sounding guitar. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, this is not even like a minstrel song. No, it's not really at all. <laughs> but yeah, man, this this episode was cool. I, like it even started out like on a fun note with the bug that was super zoomed in and you get like that creepy bug face. Whenever you look at oh, it's, a butterfly or anything up close, you're like, why do we let you land on us? You're it, disgusting. It's so funny though, because they have this ladybug and they get it out of the house and they have the, the close up on it and it looks like a monster. But then there's all these other bugs in the Adventure Time universe, like the, uh, the mini queen, that mm, was kind mm -hmm. of like a ladybug. And then there's an episode where Jake like dances with all the bugs. There's an episode where... Shelby has a party and throws a party with all these bugs inside of Jake's viola. And like... So, yeah, that's right. Shelby's in his viola. Yeah. Why is this ladybug so bad? And, and so, yeah, it's it's like the only time I feel like... A, and they're like, you can't come in our house anymore. And I was like, geez, what's up with the bugs I mean, in this universe? I mean, the way their house, their treehouse is insulated and like constructed, I'm not yeah. surprised they don't have more bugs. Yeah, exactly. It, like, no wonder Finn got a splinter. You know, like the walls are just terribly put together. <laughs> Probably hundreds of years old. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, uh, so they but get the gets, late, and and I and he he is back using the gold sword now. I noticed he is. that. Too. Yeah, he does it really cool. I wanted to say it was like a He Man pose, but then I was trying to find an image of He Man doing that, and I really couldn't. And then I was like, maybe that's what Billy did. You know, maybe it was a reference to Billy, but Billy had like the one no. the one hand up. Yeah, sort of a thing, and even Jake. Jake had a cool like lion shield. Yeah, like, it, like a it looked like, like a demon or a cursed shield. It had like emerald eyes, but it was also a little broken. So like it also was like, you know, very much like we're amateurs still. You know, like the equipment we're using, except for at the end of the episode, they get. I mean, one of the best armor you could yeah, probably and get it, out there. It bums me out. I don't think this armor comes back again. Really? The armor of Zodron? Yeah, unless there's some like later way season nine thing in like a final battle or something where it was referenced again and I just didn't pick up on the reference. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I didn't look into it. I, I, I was wondering because it's like Jake tears down mountains. He's like flying away at the end of it and he's just absolutely like wrecking mountains yeah as he flies i'm like if the armor can do that and also defend yourself against ghosts it's pretty cool what? in my book yeah well here that's a good uh way to introduce into our <coughs> newest segment that we introduced last week oh because that is one way where jake like is a power mode but what was the jake mistake of this episode M -m -m Mickey Bicky pancakes the jake mistake of this episode was he should have done the ear shield instead of using the lion shield the jake mistake of this episode was he uh was too smart and didn't he should have he should have gone through and seen all he should have been a perp like finn <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, I kind of was like, mm. but I did agree. I don't know. I did agree. What's the Jake mistake with Jake on being like, "Hey, this is your journey. This isn't my journey." I did agree with him on yeah, that. But I don't agree with everything Jake says. I here's the thing: you got your Jake mistake. I think I got a, a bad dog. So I want to hear your Jake mistake. I thought that there would have been a very uh, funny way that Jake could have faked taking his head off. And giving it to Choose Goose. Oh, yeah. And like faked it or like shrunk himself down so it was just his head. 
gotten Finn the armor and then just like run away. Just the head would have been a good one. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a really good one. Yeah, and the armor was sick. Who doesn't like samurai I know. armor? I, I like, like samurai armor. And it would have looked great on Crimson Cheeks. It would have a lot better than all the dweebs in their like oversized, yeah. you know, <laughs> medieval armor. Yeah. Uh, no, my my bad dog uh, living in a movie was uh, when Jake goes, make her think it's her idea. That's how you make ladies do what you want. And I'm just like, dude, bad dog, <laughs> bad man. Dog. Like that is not, that's not right. That's manipulative. <laughs> and, uh, and then also... He was like, I think, I think she wants you the nurser. And I'm like, are you also perved all this episode? What is this, Jake? We got, we got two guys. We got, no, we got three. Um, I'm getting a little hyper, a little excited. We got three <laughs> perves this episode. Dog. We got, yeah, he is a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. Wait, what? I didn't hear Michael. Yeah, what he's, he said. Michael just said he's a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. No, a he's, dog. he's a human. He's a dog. He's a bad dog. Um, no, we got, we got Finn, we got Jake, and then Sir Slicer, who's falling around a a twelve year old kid or thirteen year old kid. Yeah, he had I, issues with all of them. Yeah, and and he was, I don't know, you know, if he had found or he had obviously knew what the swamp of embarrassment was. Finn so, didn't know. Finn, yeah, Finn didn't know what he was getting himself into. Yeah, which I think is fine though. I think that that you know, it's kind of we talk about these adventures that they go on, and it can't all be dungeons and things that really like Finn's really good at that this is harder for Finn than a dungeon. Well, the poem do did you look into what the poem might no, actually mean? One of my like one of my notes and I was like thinking about it hard and I was like I think the poem was just kind of nonsense and then Jake was like you got to feel it out, bro. Well, I kind of the first one makes sense to me, but then the second one the second one seemed totally nonsense. No, the second one makes sense. Maybe the first one doesn't make sense. Let me just read the first one. The sun nibbles on the clouds. Oh, yeah. The first one makes sense to me in a weird way. The sun nibbles on the clouds and gum drops, uh, gumdrop tears rain down. So it's like, I guess maybe they're in the candy kingdom. Gum rain doesn't seem that crazy. We have knife rain. I don't know. And so I could see how they would go, oh, well, water, swamp, you know, precipitation, whatever. Maybe. Some sort of a weird connection to crossing the swamp. Um the second one, though, is a little different. Um, the meadow weeps as morning sings of milk and honey and things to come. And so I can't think of anything that would have any meaning other than, I don't know, something is interrupting just the way that morning normally happens, and that's the weeping monster. Yeah. I, or the echoing in the woods. Or yeah, the, the weeping is the only thing that makes sense, but I would be like, well... It's oddly convenient. Is that know. monster always weeping? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows, man? But And then milk and honey and things to come could have been something about the only way to make her stop crying was to like impersonate a baby. Mm. Impersonate like a, something about the nourishment of... I don't know. I'm glad that we don't have a riddle podcast because yeah. we're not good at that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and it wasn't even, it, it was definitely a, a riddle yeah. type clues. And I was like, oh. yeah, the weird poem. Like, I don't, I don't think poems are supposed to have answers, anyways, but those, yeah. they definitely sound more like riddles to me. Um, but it was given to him by the Choose Goose. Choose Goose. What do you think of Choose Goose? I like Choose Goose. 
Yeah. I think Shizuku might be my lovely of the episode. Give, give me some sugar, baby. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. and, and it's because Shizuku's have some has some more redeeming moments in some future episodes. Does he? Yeah. And this is the first appearance of Shizuku, so I think it kind of kind of makes me like happy. You know. I read somewhere that Shizuku is like he comes back and he's he has items for them, except for they're almost always like. Not useful. Yeah. He's he is a chaotic good character. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can, I can get behind that. I I don't think he's my lovely. I think he's a little tacky and I hate him. He's a little <laughs> tacky and I hate him. But that's I don't know. It's his outfit, his eyes. Uh, he's spilling wine all over his own merch or juice. I guess all over. Yeah. His I was own gonna mention. Merch. I was like, do you think he's just weird or is he just like totally blasted? Is he all right? <laughs> I, I don't know if he's all right. That was my question for you. I'm like, sometimes it seems like he can stand up. But then sometimes he's like laying really awkwardly and he's got noodle legs. And I'm just like, what is up with this this goose dude? It's too much goose juice. <laughs> but he gets slapped by Finn. And I was like, thank goodness, man. But uh, is that that's where Finn gets the little... The thimble. The thimble. <laughs> which is such a funny reoccurring joke in the episode is him getting ripped up <laughs> by people for having the thimble. Uh, no, my my lovely actually was um, the broom-headed knight. Oh, just because it had a broom head? Well, it's a broom head, but I think he's the one uh, that screams. What was he saying? He's like, look at his butt. Look at his butt. <laughs> look at his butt. <laughs> Protect his butt. You know, like <laughs> that. I think that's why he's he's my favorite. I couldn't pick out which one it was, but he seems like the most like potential... I don't know. He seems like he has the most potential for saying that in that moment, the way everyone's reacting around him. And also the the broom on his head, like, that's not helping you that's at all. That's not practical. It's like way less cool than like a Spartan mohawk or something, you know, <laughs> uh, or a gladiator mohawk. Yeah. But and it was like, yeah, and it was I like not it. turned like a gladiator. It was yeah. like turned totally <laughs> flat on the top. Yeah, man. I'm, I, mean, I just, I think armor is overrated in some ways, or at least that much armor. But, well, that, and I think that that was the point is yeah. that armor was overrated and that like armor is useless unless you can use it. And, yeah. And, yeah. It's got to pr- protect your vitals, you know, like yeah. protect what you got to protect with armor. But otherwise, I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, the only thing cool that Slicer did do was like when that redheaded beast tried to hit him and he was like, yeah. and like threw his arm up and blocked the punch. I was like, okay, like at least. See, I can't even do it. That was so bad. He do was it. pretty. There you go. Much better. Jeez. Um, yeah, man. I, I totally agree. It's It was... Dang, it's a good episode. I, I really do think this is one of my higher-up episodes. Yeah. It has... When it has that adventure aspect to it that we've had on our favorite episodes, kind of like the intro, the start, like the two or three qualms, two or three like things mm-hmm. we have to get over. And then the yeah. and then the final dungeon, final boss, whatever you it's, know. It's definitely my top four for this season so far. <laughs> definitely in the top four out of the four <laughs> yeah. we've watched. Yeah, uh, man, I think we might need to go uh, make some money. Yeah, we have actually. Uh, we have. We're we gonna. We're gonna do a double ad episode. Or yeah, we, we got it. To... We got lots of money coming in this episode. Yeah. Double the money. Double the sponsors. Uh, double the terrible improv. Noise. We'll we'll send it. Full send right now. <laughs> See y'all. If you're embarrassed or feel real hairless, I've got a thing for you. A rub that solves and will evolve the face that looks like poo. 
So buy my cream, it is a dream. It'll make your troubles vanish. To hide the red that's on your head, you'll come across as a manish. At Schmeckle's jar, far less than a car, just rub it on your face, and then you'll see that just like me, you'll greet the world with grace. This has been an ad for Choose Goose's Embarrassment Be Gone Cream. Welcome, fellow travelers, to Take Snake's Open Door General Store. We've got your spicy peppers, chests, and checkers, boxes of foxes, and sticks for chicks. Take more than you need, and please try our mead. At Take Snakes, you will never leave empty-handed, and will be delighted by everything handmade and sanded. Take Snakes Open Door General Store. It's a commercial. And we're back. Back at it. Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, Ned, what? I feel like the Zeldron armor was deceivingly easy to get at first. Like, well... Difficult, sorry. Mm-hmm. It was seemingly difficult to get because it's a door. It says, you know, the armor's in here or whatever. And then you just got to beat the drop ball ghost. But you don't really have to beat the drop ball ghost. No, not really. They kind of walked past them, right? Yeah, they got him distracted. They walked past him. They got the armor. But and I like, think the thing is, but, I, but the reason why I think it's deceivingly difficult is because you can do that, but then he will come back get pissed off and then his real form will show up. Yeah, and, and I think just murder you. Th- he was like you have to beat me at drop ball. Mm-hmm. But also I was like there has to be something that even if you did he probably would have still gotten mad at you. Yeah. And then turned into the ghost. Like well, the evil ghost. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So maybe it is like like I'm saying maybe it is better protected than it, it actually seemed, but when we were taking our little commercial break, I, I noticed you were trying to pick up a ball with your butt, Ned. Yeah. How many did you get? Three soccer balls. Three soccer balls. In, in one in one pickup. <laughs> one butt cheek pickup. That is so impressive. <laughs> uh, I was I looked away because I was like, I can't see this. He's doing it bare butt. You know, Bail bones. I'm just um, glad I'm in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Russell's totally naked right now. I've only got my socks on. It's true. It's, you know, it's the only way to do podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, like, you're not getting down into the deep on things with your partner. And, and you, you just don't really know the other person unless you're nude. Well, well, talking about getting down in the deep, though. Yeah, down in the deep. I wanted to know, like, this whole episode is about Finn being embarrassed. Title, title is Finn being embarrassed. He's red-faced, basically, the whole episode. So, like, what's what's your relating moment here? Like, did you have a childhood, like embarrassment moment in, on the on the playground man i tried so hard to think of funny good embarrassing moments because my life has been filled with embarrassment uh, mostly my father's toward myself and i'm just kidding <laughs> 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 uh, no i i i'm just like the kind of guy who like has really embarrassing moments every couple of weeks <laughs> and so i don't feel like at this point, like I'll, I'll be bummed about it, and then I'll just like block it out. Like I feel like at some point something is blocking just blocking out the haters. Yeah, something's just gonna make me go, "Oh my gosh, my life!" You know, at some point it'll like I'll have a smell or something. You know how smell can trigger memory. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have written down is uh, I remember at one point peeing my pants in kindergarten, and that really bumming me out because I didn't have extra pants at kindergarten. Or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I think they had to call my mom. And that's like, <laughs> that's embarrassing, that's an old, man. Yeah, that's an old, that's a really core memory there. 
yeah, for being I, five years is, old. Is kindergarten old for peeing your pants? No, Am no, I no, more like embarrassed? A, I'm about to be no, embarrassed. No, it's an old memory. Like, oh, okay. okay. Being embarrassed in kindergarten well, specifically. Yeah, maybe maybe I should be embarrassed that it's a core memory, and that's something that I still remember. <laughs> um, I also, one time, I think in college, this happened so many times that I stopped being embarrassed by it, but I would drive to campus and then take a bus home later on. And then as soon as I would get off the bus or I'd walk to my house and I wouldn't see my car there. And then it would hit me that my car was back on campus <laughs> and I would have to ask a roommate to go get that, my car. That's funny. That, that always embarrassed me. What about, what about you, man? I oh, mean, I think, I think my like one from elementary school had to have been like doing the presidential fitness test that we always had to do for some reason. Um, and I was, somebody was holding my feet doing sit-ups and I had like a solid fart in the gym oh, no. on the upward part of a sit-up. And it was like, yeah. like really loud and everybody laughed. And I was like, so embarrassed. That's like, so common though, man. I know, but it's like, dude, that's fifth grade. That's like, that's when, embarrassing. That's yeah. when, and that's, that's actually, I bring that up too. Cause I think that, the, that this is an integral part of Finn's adolescence experience is that really Finn's character in season one comes across as somebody who's like brash and bold and like doesn't care about anything and doesn't let things get under his skin. And I think this is the time we do see Finn getting vulnerable, like mm -hmm. and being like susceptible just to people being like, oh, oh, oh you're Though so he, lame. He did have his own fart story, the boom, boom, uh, right? Boom, yeah, boom, but that wasn't whatever. embarrassing. I, he, I think that was more traumatizing. Okay. Well, sometimes embarrassing can be yeah, traumatizing. Yeah. But like, yeah, it, this one was like, you would have guessed that Finn in a different situation or in a season one Finn would have been more like, screw you guys, like, and then tried to punch him in the face or something like that, you know? And then yeah, this definitely. one, he really takes things personally. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, that's, that's this huge part of like, in early elementary school, I feel like there's times where like you didn't care about what you looked like or you didn't care about the clothes you wore. Like didn't really get embarrassed by that yeah. kind of stuff. Being your pants is cool. Being your you pants know? is cool. Um, <laughs> but then it starts Adam to Sandler's get movie to reference. Like, formative years where all of a sudden you are like embarrassed by your shoes or you are embarrassed by your haircut and like, and then one person who picks on you for it, AKA like slasher, makes you be like, okay, now I have to embody this to be cool. Because That's why middle school sucks. Yeah, it does. Finn's, Finn's becoming the middle school age and, you know, for whatever reason, this really old dude is picking on him. I mean, no one deserves having an adult being your bully. You know, exactly. at least your age and the, the things that those people are saying at that point are like stupid. Yeah, and like Finn's done fine without armor up until this point, but it wasn't until it was like this peer pressure gang up. Yeah on you and then like he couldn't catch his breath he couldn't catch a moment to like explain himself it was definitely the cool kids have armor and why don't you sort yeah. of a vibe it was i mean huge peer pressure and finn if it had been just slasher at the beginning i don't think finn would have cared you know no and as we saw later on all he had to do was say all right like get over that embarrassment or whatever like come fight me <laughs> yeah and the armor was too heavy he couldn't yeah. do anything exactly and then also even in you know the swamp of embarrassment He's walking in on other people in the shower. He's not even walking in on like, nobody's walking in on him in the yeah. shower. So it's funny how, you know, that's also like a middle school embarrassed thing. Like, lots oh, of old nudity people, is man. embarrassing. Yeah, it's true. 
And it almost made me want to say, like, like my lesson was almost going to be that a good defense is a, a, a good offense, or the best offense is a good defense. Some, mm-hmm. You know, one of those type of things. But I think in this episode, we saw that's not always the case, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as the embarrassing uh, storyline goes, it, it it is a through line of this entire episode. And I feel like it's done really well uh, without being overbearing or in any way. And And embarrassment is a interesting emotion to any to try and construe in a cartoon episode anyways yeah and they do it so delicately i almost had to watch it and think about it twice if you just watched this one 10 minutes you'd been like boom he was embarrassed yeah. boom, he wasn't like but then i realized that they even use jake to prop up the lesson behind this whole episode is that jake at the beginning says finn this is your thing like i'm gonna let you go do i'm gonna jump <laughs> stretch over the swamp i'll meet you on the other side finn has to go defeat the beast and everything like that so i was like jake is obviously coming from this whole like i'm more mature this is a formative test you have to go through of being embarrassed yeah good for jake to identify that Mm -hmm. and then jake at the end um shows finn that if you embrace qualities that are embarrassing you're pretty much like nobody can hurt you and i think that's how we can go ahead and say that that's my lesson is that yeah. just embracing those qualities, embracing the, the woman armor as Jake does. And just, is just like, I'm a woman warrior. Like <laughs> I am your, I am your mama. Oh like, gosh. Oh, that, I was gonna. Yeah. That's, that's your lesson. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then I think Finn kind of gets, kind of gets it at the end where he's like, <laughs> dude, you can't embarrass me anymore. Like, like, it just it's not going to get oh, to me, it, you know? It will. Eventually, something else will embarrass him. Yeah, and something else will. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of future scenes with yeah. Finn and girls that he's very embarrassed in, in learning. Yeah, dude, it's funny that you brought up Jake's... When Jake's wearing the armor, that's that's my beef of the episode. Your beef? My beef is with the animators. What? Why'd they have to do that? The oh, Jake's legs. The the long. It's, the yeah, long it's not legs. even the view. It's just why is he got to have those? Like, remember in the SpongeBob movie when Patrick is giant? He's got the huge legs. Yeah. He's got the fish nets. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what Jake's legs remind. Like they didn't have to do that. It was maybe it was funny. They didn't want him to be totally feminine, so they gave him like cartoonish long legs. He's I, definitely I don't know. ghost. He's like a ghost Viking mom sort of a thing. Like or or sorry. I think the ghost saw him as his mom, right? Or whatever. But I think it's because it's like, he looked like a Viking woman sort of a thing. And yeah. maybe the ghost is a Viking. I'm just like pulling at strings. I'm like, something's got to get out. Something's got it. I, don't, uh, I think they just like, I don't know, making it weird. And, and then showing off like Jake's stretchy powers. Thing. Yeah. Which does bring me to a question for you. Uh, what is your experience with women's clothes? What is my experience with women's? Not not much. Maybe some Halloween costumes. Okay. What? Oh, yeah. um, I did have an embarrassing moment where in fourth grade, I think I wore my sister's jeans to school <laughs> okay. and didn't know like halfway through the day. It was very embarrassing. Which <laughs> sister? That's a little <laughs> my embarrassing. My older sister. It's a little embarrassing, but it's you know I imagine it's probably it's probably hard to tell that it's women's jeans. Yeah, I mean, we I think it was like just, she was in. Did anyone notice? I I don't think so. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess that's before too. Like guys start to get bigger than girls. You you would have known though if that was the case. You'd be like, these are way too tight. These aren't mine. Well, yeah, it was it was like right at the point she wasn't wearing like girl jeans. It was like third and fifth grade or something like that. 
Do you have any? You said you had a costume. Do you have a, a costume? I'm trying you? to. I'm trying okay. to remember. Just I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. I the only thing I can really think of was uh, trying on my mom's shoes in her closet when I was like really young. Uh, but then I can't remember. Someone said something to me, and I took them off, and I don't think I ever did it again. Um, but you know, I don't know. I I think they were just heels. I think I put on heels, you know, or something. I was probably like under ten years old. Or I've something. definitely done that to like go take the dog out at night and wear oh, like my yeah. mom's heels and been like, I don't want to go upstairs and get my shoes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your wife's heels. No, no. That happened to be by the door. <laughs> I, I, I would break her heels in half. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah. I, I also was thinking of like, for whatever reason, when I think of like a dude in women's clothes, the first thing that comes to my mind is Kurt Cobain. <laughs> it's like, and uh, I looked it up. It was a 1992 live at Reading when he's he's in a dress and he comes out in like the wheelchair, great great concert, uh, and then in Bloom music video, mm-hmm. he kind of does like a Buddy Holly for some scenes and then in a dress and them wrecking the stage and like the other like side of the song or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to ask and and see get get your thoughts. Hey, that's a good like you know conceptual pull in that like Kurt Cobain did it. You know Harry Styles like. Oh yeah, you know well, he he dresses really like feminine, comes out and dresses whatever sometimes, and like he just freaking owns it. And you yeah, know, definitely. All of a sudden, I feel t- like Harry Styles. I'm a little skeptical if that's like him or just like a thing that he's putting on to be but it, famous. But, but it really doesn't matter. No, I guess not. You can, he's still up on stage, not being embarrassed about it. So again, it's and he kinda, has good intentions, probably. So. But now, so but I've tied in now the the woman's clothes back into the, <laughs> our theme of the episode that like Embarrassment, yeah. just freaking you know you can Whatever. own anything and really I would I say agree. like an incredible quality that I wish that I had and I try to have it sometime is to have that like unabashedly unembarrassed about how you just live your life yeah you know and is never think like second guessing as silly as it is like even down to like fingernail polish like we we've had friends or like we know people who are guys or or you know whatever and and have worn fingernail polish you know and i'm just like dude that's awesome you know Mm -hmm. like i i wish i was more capable of doing something like that myself um because i i think it's a cool whatever self-expression whatever thing you're not doing it for anyone else and who cares what anyone else thinks Russell, yeah. I think you are cool enough. Michael says oh, you're well, cool. Well, Michael, what's your what are your intentions behind that statement? I just think you should be able to pull off what you want to pull off. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Damn straight, son. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what I want to pull off. We're going to come out of this episode way more confident than we came in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing dresses right uh, out of the studio. Yeah, man. No, it's I, I'm feeling confident. The Braves are what I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> my lesson for no this Braves. episode is balance i think uh, mm-hmm. a good defense is worthless if you can't move uh and i just want to cough cough over at you batman we're looking at you move your neck in this upcoming movie i hope you can move your neck <laughs> I hope you can move your neck. um because there's been movies in the past where you couldn't and it it's gotta hinder you um but that's my only lesson i've got i've got three lessons right here okay i've got one jake is smarter than everyone else two ladybugs suck and are secretly evil and then number three, on the serious note, you got to embrace your embarrassment or, and you can't, we can't mask it with falsity. I think that's like, those are two things that kind of go together. Yeah. Is that like anything you embrace with confidence, 
like all of a sudden you're not going to get made fun of that. Like if people yeah. make fun of us for a specific thing or say it's weird and then you're just like, okay, yeah. then ne they'll never, people will never bother you again. You Confidence know? is huge. Even if you got to fake it a little bit, like but people, the, people will respect that. On the flip side of that, mm -hmm. don't mask it with a falsity. So like, yeah. you know, and I don't want to sound preachy or anything with All this right. one too. But I thought that was like a cool thing to be like, oh yeah, you know, you make it made fun of in middle school for not being on the football team or make it made fun of for not having a specific style, the Nashville style. But if that's not you and you would, you know, like if we were to adopt East Nashville style just to be cool, yeah, well, we would fit in, but like we we would be just like the knight, you know, we would be just like slasher that we would have that like facade. And then when we were, be put into action and, and show our true characters. We would we would fall off the horse and be like, Meh. I want to be like Slasher. He's got a pink horse. The, the slash slinging Slasher, uh, Sir Slasher. Um, okay, I think I got another lesson. Then all right, hit me with um, it. Finger protection is important. <laughs> I think uh, you know having a thimble is fine. Uh, I've also heard that you know soap and trimming up your fingernails can be important too, um, but. Anyways. At least your lesson was always wear protection. Uh, well, <laughs> always wear protection. It was pretty close. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty close. Uh, yeah, well, I don't, you know, we don't really know what our demographic is. Uh, and I think I'm skewing toward people that are old enough to have sexual experiences. <laughs> and you're, you're... Uh, skewing a little closer to like kids in fifth grade. <laughs> I was saying, hey, at least that one flew under the radar, right? <laughs> you're, like, you're like middle school kids, you know, like we're, we're figuring it out. You we we want to have for that, everybody. We want to have that Shrek humor where it's something yeah. for everybody, but all the good jokes fly right <laughs> under the radar. Oh man, look at his butt. That's, that's, <laughs> look at his butt. The best part of this episode. Uh, yeah, man. Well, Good, good dang episode. Good I, I missed episode. my Ted. I was going to do Ted uh, as an embarrassed old man with Finn walking in on him and, <laughs> and him being scarred. But to be honest, I didn't really plan that out and it probably would not have been funny. Man, so, it would have been not as a, in your face as Choose Goose. About as good as it always is. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, guys. This has yeah. been a fun episode. Fun episode four, season two. We in it. Rahyon. Uh, go ahead and Russell, hit us with how the listeners can engage. Yeah, definitely. Man, uh, Apple Podcasts, go... Well, first off, let me just bully. We're talking about having bullies, Bully. being rude to people and embarrassed. Well, I'm going to embarrass every one of our listeners that doesn't go to Apple Podcasts and give us a, a review and rank us with the stars. You know, put us up there with the stars, all five of them. Um, Instagram, you can follow us on Instagram at Neverending Adventure Podcast, TikTok at Neverending Adventure Cast, Twitter at NEA underscore podcast, and email us your things, whatever. Th well, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Email us uh, questions and or clips or things that you think could be fun to talk about or go on the podcast at nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. And we love y'all. And we can't wait. Next week's going to be fun. Uh, and shoot, man, we're flying through this podcast. We're flying through. We're going to be like, we're going to blink and season two is going to be over. Man. It's going to be weird. I'm looking forward to it. Well, thanks again for listening. Love right. you guys. See y'all. Hey, guys, this is DJ Cowboy Hat. Thanks for listening to Never Ending Adventure with Russell Tyndall and Ned Pruitt. Stay traveling.